I get off to the farm pretty early in the morning and I like to just sit and just be with the plants and the flowers before I do anything else. Because to me, this is not just a job. The Homeless Garden Project is a beautiful, safe space for me to be. I'm not just getting paid to be there. And so for me to be at the garden is like my refuge where I can just sit and just connect. When the workday starts, I get to see so many faces that I've come to love. It feels like a family working with my coworkers on the farm. We've all been through a lot of difficult things that brought us there. And to me, the garden is a place of transformation. And there's a mutual understanding between us trainees on the farm that we're all here to really take that difficulty and shape it into something beautiful. Welcome to Delicious Revolution, a show about food, culture, and place. I'm Chelsea Wills. This season, we're talking with visionary chefs, gardeners, farmers, organizers, artists, and scientists. These people have shaped the food movement in California. We talk with a diverse group of California's rebel food makers about the ways they do things in their farms, kitchens, and communities that reshape the way we think about food. This show is made by Devin Sampson and Chelsea Wills. Special thanks to the support from Cal Humanities, Food First, and Rebecca Murillo for making this season possible. In this special episode of Delicious Revolution, I'm talking to Kathleen, a trainee at the Homeless Garden Project in Santa Cruz, California. This episode is a companion to my interview with Derry Ganshorn, the director of the Homeless Garden Project. You can find that episode in the podcast feed now or on the Delicious Revolution website. Hi, Kathleen. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here today. Today I'm talking with Kathleen, who is a trainee at the Homeless Garden Project right now in Santa Cruz. And she recently wrote this beautiful piece of writing, which she shared at one of the, was it one of the sustained dinners for the project to an audience of 160 people. And we're so lucky and honored to have her come and share that story with us today. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. Four days ago, Derry pulled me aside at work and gave me what felt like an impossibly hard task. I was to write my story of how I got here and how the program has benefited me and share it with you tonight. I didn't know where to begin, and I didn't know what to say. My story is one of unfathomable suffering. On the flip side, my experience here at the Homeless Garden Project is one of indescribable joy. How could I possibly present these two extremes in a safe and comfortable way um, in just five minutes? Then I thought about the garden and the wondrous power it holds. Growing up, I was subjected to severe long-term traumatization. There were, however, very few people I felt they could trust. My post-traumatic stress made it extremely difficult to form lasting relationships and impossible to work a regular job. I was in a rocky financial situation and terrified of becoming homeless. 
little fear gripped me as I attempted to grapple with my experiences and the immense power of words. Surely it can hold space for whatever I have to say. And in that space, the words began to flow. It was brutal, horrific, and grotesque. At 18, I was miraculously freed. Not only was I struck by the beauty of my surroundings, but by the quality of the people who work here. Day, the executive director, in her quiet, ethereal wisdom, Lindsay, the training and education specialist, and her extraordinary patience and compassion. Chris, the farm manager, and his gentleness and humility. Angie, the retail manager, in her sharp wit and skill. And Mike, the production lead, in his quirky, blunt humor and incredible passion for his plan. At first, as a new trainee, I struggled, but with the everlasting support and guidance of these amazing people, I began to thrive. A new sense of direction and purpose flowed through my life, and internal barriers that once seemed impenetrable gave way. For the first time in my life, I felt open, free, and capable. In the loving space of the homeless garden, I had become free to express myself and grounded in my choices. I found stable housing and am working to become a tutor, teaching math to underprivileged kids. The friendships I have made here and the intimacy of the bonds I have formed are indescribable. I have a sense of security and peace now, a foundation upon which I can firmly stand. I am not, however, the only recipient of these miracles. As my dear friend and former trainee, Lori Soderman, puts it, the soil at the garden oozes with love. I'm but one of countless individuals whose life has been monumentally transformed by the power of the garden. Whole families have transitioned out of homelessness into stable, secure homes. Alcoholics and addicts have found the courage they needed to get sober and clean. People like myself, who came from the worst of the worst, have found safety, empowerment, and self-worth. The thing I love above all else about this project is that whether you are a volunteer, a staff person, a trainee, or simply a friend, there is a place for you here. No matter what it is that you need, there is a sentience in this garden that will call it forth and manifest it in your life. All it asks is that you be open to it. Thank you. That was so beautiful. I'd love to hear from you about what it's like to be in the garden. What do you do there? Maybe you can describe it for us. Well, for the last few months, I've been on the flower crew, which means that I'm in charge of helping to harvest flowers and arrange them into bouquets to sell for community-supported agriculture and to donate to local organizations such as the Boys and Girls Club, hospice, places like that. I've done many things on the farm, but I think this is the thing I found the most passion for. I get out to the farm pretty early in the morning, and I like to just sit and just be with the plants and the flowers before I do anything else. Because to me, this is not just a job. The Homeless Garden Project is a beautiful, safe space for me to be. I'm not just getting paid to be there. And so for me to be at the garden is like my refuge. It's like my then time where I can just sit 
and just connect. When the workday starts, I get to see so many faces that I've come to love. It feels like a family working with my coworkers on the farm. You know, we've all been through a lot of difficult things that brought us there. And to me, the garden is a place of transformation. And there's a mutual understanding between us trainees on the farm that we're all here to really take that difficulty and shape it into something beautiful. And I think the air at the garden emanates that energy. And so to me, it's like this vibrant collective space. Well, I have to come visit you. That sounds incredible. <laughs> Can I spend every day there too? <laughs> well, my only other question for you was, what do you feel like is remarkable about this place? Um, when Derry and I talked last week, we talked a little bit about different kinds of service models, what it feels like to do, to do work that matters in more than one way. So... When she was describing it, it sounds like she does work that matters for her, which is so important. And you do work that matters for you, which is so important. But that neither one of you are just getting paid for the work that you do. Something else is happening, too. So maybe you already answered that question. But is is there anything else you have to say about that remarkableness? I feel speechless thinking about it. And I think that's what makes the Homeless Garden Project so remarkable is that it really is a spiritual experience being there. And it just takes the words out of my mouth. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience today. It's been really sweet to spend some time with you. Delicious Revolution is a show about food, culture, and place made by Devin Sampson and me, Chelsea Wells. You can subscribe to Delicious Revolution on iTunes, SoundCloud, or any podcast app. And you can learn more at deliciousrevolutionshow.com. There we've got pictures and notes all about the interviews, and you can sign up for our monthly email. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, too. This season of Delicious Revolution was made possible with the support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Visit www.calhum.org. This season is a collaboration with Food First, and a special thanks to Rebecca Murillo, our intern. Mm-hmm.